a Stranger Talk original series. Chapter 2 The Land of Barovia. The idyllic valley in the, in, in the Bionic Mountains was a slice of heaven to those who knew of existence before Strahd's arrival. The serenity of the place was forever shattered when Strahd led a bloody crusade against enemies of his family that ended here with a slaughter of hundreds. Struck by the scenic beauty of his most recent conquest and eager to escape the shadow of his of his father's legacy, Strahd made the valley his home and named it Barovia after the late King Barov. His father, the land now called Barovia, is no longer part of the world that Strahd once tried to conquer. It now exists within the Dima Plain, for, formed by Strahd's consciousness and surrounded by a deadly fog. No creature can leave without Strahd's permission, and those that try become lost in the mist. Strahd allows the Vistani to come and go as they please because, because he admires their lust for life and their willingness to serve him when he, need, when he needs them. He also owes an accident debt to the Vistani people. As a soldier, as a soldier centuries ago, he suffered a grievous injury in the battle. In battle, and the vessel tended his wounds and returned him safely to his family without making any demands for payment. The Vassini claims to possess potions that allow them to leave Strahd's domain, but the potions are false concoctions. With my magical powers, nevertheless, the Vassini are willing to sell them for a hefty price. Native Barovians have been terrified for centuries by the one that called the uh, the devil scrawled. Though, what the hell is that? Oh, never mind. Only a handful of them have the will, have the will to oppose him. Barovia cong- congregate in the valley's three main settlements, the villages of Barovia and Kritsk, and the town of Valeki, for fear, for fear the wood, the woods, for fear of falling prey to wolves, other beasts that prowl the woods. Among these people are keep are the keepers. Of the feathers, a, a secret society of were werewolven ravens, not powerful enough to defeat Strahd on their own. The keepers really 
readily assist adventurers who find themselves drawn to Strahd's domain. My army settled in the valley of Barovia and took power over the people in the name of a, of a just god, but with none of none of a god's grace of justice, Tome of Strahd. There will be two cards, Teratoka cards, placed on the table. Horsing and illusionist. Lay of the land. Rolling thunder clouds cast a grey pall over the land of Barovia. A deathly stillness hangs over the dark woods, which are patrolled constantly by Strahd's wolves and other servitors. The evergreen trees of savage woods climb the sides of the mountains that enclose the valley. The large, the largest of these peaks in Mount Baroque, Buratalk, with its snow-covered cap and rugged slopes. Buratalk's slightly smaller twin, Mount Gatkis, is mostly bald with tuft of trees here and there. Between these two mountains stand Land Zervich, which is fed by streams of ice-cold water pouring down the face of Mount Buratok. On the south side of the land rests the town of Valagi, enclosed by a palisade which of the two mountains atop a hill stands the Abbey of St. Maricovia, around which the Barovic, Barovian built a walled village named Kritsk. Between Veliki and Kritsk lie a ruins of Erignovostholt, the fallen bastion. A knightly order called the Order of the Silver Dragon, wiped out by Strahd and his army. East of the mountains lie the village of Barovia, shrouded in the mist, shrouded in mist, and brift of walls and defenses. The dark silhouette of Castle Ravenloft looks down on this village from its perch atop the 1,000 foot-high column of rocks known as the Pillar Stone of Ravenloft. No matter how far creatures travel, how a creature travels in the fog, or in which direction it goes, it gets turned around so that it eventually finds itself back in Barovia. The area 
within the fog is heavily obscured. Stranger talk, curse of Strahd. Sunlight in Barovia. By the will of the dark power, the sun never fully shines in the land of Barovia. Even during the day, the sky is dimmed by fog or storm clouds or the light is strangely muted. Barovian daylight is, is bright light, yet it isn't considered sunlight for the purpose of, the, of effects and vulnerabilities such as vampires led to sunlight, lied to sunlight. Nevertheless, Strahd and his vampire spawn tend to stay indoors most of the day and venture out at night, and they are subjected to sunlight created by magic. The land of Barovia resides in, it, in its own demiplane, insulated from all other planes, including the material planes. No spells, not even wish, allows one to escape from Strahd's domain. Astral protection, teleport, plane shift, and similar spells can cast for the purpose of leaving Barovia simply fell, as to effect that banished a creature to another plane of existence. These restrictions apply to magic items and artifacts that have properties that transport or banish creatures to other planes. Magic that allows trans transit to the border ethereal, such as the etherealness spell and the etherealness feature of incorporeal undead in the expection to, to this rule the creature that enters the border eternal ethereal from from Strahd's domain is pulled back into Barovia Upon leaving that plane, for the purpose of spells, those who whose effect change across or are blocked by planar boundaries, such as sending. Strahd, Strahd's domain is considered its own plane. Magic that summons creatures of or objects from other planes functions normally in Barovia as this magic that involves an extra dimensional space. Any spells any spells cast within such an extra dimensional space, such as that create created by Morden Crane's magnificent mansion, are subject to the same restrictions as Magic cast in Barovia. While in while in Barovia, we who receive spells from from deities or other worldly patrons 
continue to do so. In addition, spells that allow contact with being from other planes function normally with one provisor Strahd can sense when someone is in his, dom- in his domain is casting such a spell and can, to- and can choose to make himself the spell's recipient so that he becomes one, the one who is contacted. Resurrection Madness Imbrovia the souls of the dead are as trapped as the souls of the living. They become caught in the mist and can't travel to the afterlife. When a humanoid who has been dead for at least 24 hours returns to life, either by the way of the spells of a spell or, or some supernatural means, it, it gains a random form of indefinite madness brought on by the realization that is that its spirit is trapped in Barovia likely forever. To determine how this madness is expressed, Barovians, after his armies occupied the valley and slew its inhabitants. Strahd repopulated the area with human subjects drawn from his other conquered land. Also, um, how we got to this part? Um, me and my friends like play, played through the campaign and through the action parts. We did bring out the Teratoka cards, so yeah. After his armies occupied the valley and slew his its inhabitants, Strahd repopulated the the area with human subjects drawn from his other conquered land. And as a result, Barovians have a wide variety of ethnic backgrounds. Barovians are deeply invested in their homes and their traditions. They are wary of strange peoples and customs. The way Barovians deal with strangers can be unsettling to those newcomers. Barovians have a tendency to stare openly in silence. That's pretty rude. Thereby express expressing their disapproval of anything that isn't familiar to them. Barovians are talkative with strangers, aren't talkative with strangers, to the extent of being point, pointedly rude. Told you. And most Barovians have violent tempers that boil up through their customary silence. Customary silence. To customary silence when they are provoked, they also have a social cohesiveness thrust upon them by their weird circumstances that can make them act together against outsiders 
if a Barovian is mistreated. Barovians were happy, were happy people once, but their history and current conditions aren't pleasant. If one manages to win the trust of, Barovian, of a Barovian, one has a friend for life in a stalwart alley. Barovian children aren't happy children. They are raised in a culture of fear and told time and again not to wander too far for far from their homes or even the woods. They experience little hope or joy and they are taught to fear strong above all. Barovian adults eke out modest living with no new help pouring into the valley. They trade in old coins that bear the profile of their of their dark lord straw as he looked when he was alive. They hide their precious bubbles in their home in their houses and dress plainly outdoors so as not to attract the attention of Strahd or his spies. Barovians live within a closed ecosystem. Every Barovian adult is expected to learn a trade or serve a function. Barovians stitch their own clothing, craft their own furniture, grow their own food, and make their own wine. With fewer than 3,000 people living in the entire valley, finding the perfect mate isn't easy. So Barovians have learned to settle for what they can get. Okay guys, that's the end of this episode. To be continued.